Hi, my name is Danny Arditi, and today I'm joined by my uncle, Jonathan Zeitman. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Daniela. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. Um, so the reason I'm conducting this interview is because in my English class, we're about to watch the play A Raisin in the Sun. Have you ever heard of it before? Not until you told me. Okay, great. So basically this interview is just so I can start thinking about some of the basic topics that are covered in the play um, and we can like pick apart those topics. So let's get started. My first question for you, and it's a little bit of a big question, so take your time thinking about it. Um, and I might ask you some follow-up ones as well, but how are you pursuing meaning in your life? It's a good question. And I think you kind of hit it right on the head by saying that it's, it's a big question and there's no simple answer. Um, I think for me, I, I like to um, constantly be exploring that question. So I'm, I'm glad to be able to answer it here. Um, I, I think that there's meaning that I pursue in my personal life through my actions and my involvement in certain organizations and affiliations and just personal practices. And then there's meaning that I pursue it with relationships with family and friends. And then there's meaning that I pursue in work. Um, so uh, even though those are all three different categories, I also like to kind of think of how they overlap with one another. So I, to me, meaning is surrounding myself with good people that are invested in trying to make our communities better places. So that's personally, professionally, and with my friends and family relationships. So, you know, that's something that kind of applies across the board. Um, similarly, just with intention, you know, trying to um, focus on, on the things that I think provide uh, again, an impact and, and benefit to society as a whole, and also just make my life a little bit better, right? Because at the end of the day, what's the point of doing all of this really, really great stuff, and then you became a martyr for a cause and kind of sacrificed your whole life for something that, you know, you didn't gain any joy and, and passion from. So um, if I can, I guess, summarize that, I would say, to me, like, my favorite word is good. Because I think just do good, you know, do good, be good, and surround yourself with good. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I really like your output on that. Um, can you give me an example on the kinds of organizations that you affiliate yourself with and why generally with those specific examples? Because, you know, you're saying that you want to do good, but um, just what kind of involvement do you have? Yeah, so... I mean, one, it's, it's my career and, and you know this and, and I'd be happy to talk about that. But I also think that there's a lot of opportunity with just civic engagement, as I call it. So that's like getting involved in your community. So a quick example, Corey, your aunt, my wife and I, like before COVID used to go to the meetings of our neighborhood, the Azalea Park Town Council. It's the tiny little neighborhood, a tiny little group of people that would get together, but just talk about like, how do we make this a better community? So it's picking up trash or like helping out people that are um, unhoused or um, doing art projects in the neighborhood to beautify. So like stuff like that to me, like civic engagement, either on a, on a really small kind of granular level in your neighborhood or obviously getting involved more deeply with um, like voting initiatives and, and drives to get people engaged. Um, but I, there's a lot of ways I think to, to get involved. And then obviously through my work is I, 40, 50, 60 hours a week are spent on advancing sustainable, local, organic food systems issues, which is something that I spend a lot of time on, obviously. Right. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, do you have any idea or like just generally, how do you think 
that your beliefs and your values um, affect those actions. Obviously, you want to do good and you want to like be part of something bigger and yeah. I mean, even in smaller ways. But how how has that affected you and how did it affect you in your past to like lead up to where you are right now? Yeah, that's a good question. And also a big one. You know, for me, it, it's it's probably been something that I've always been kind of passionate about inside. I'm, I'm a really sensitive person, so I've always been drawn to how we can help other people and, and the struggles kind of uh, that are um, around us. So I'll tell you a story. When when I was young, I was 13, um, your grandma uh, had to do some community service and she took me to Father Joe's um, St. Vincent de Paul, downtown San Diego, to feed people that were food insecure. And it was just supposed to be this one-time thing. I think she had to do a few hours of community service, but I loved it so much that I was really drawn to keep going back over and over and over again. And that's where this kind of sense of civic engagement was born within me, which is like volunteerism and giving back and, and being a part of something a little bit bigger than yourself. And, and that's something that's really stuck with me my whole life, you know, and, and today, both through like personal actions, as you know, like I've, I've been vegan for 14 years because I care deeply about the environment and animals and workers in these settings. Um, I haven't really bought new clothing, like new from the store for probably also 20 years. Like I try to buy everything used that I possibly can. Um, just kind of these personal values, belief systems, behavioral, um, kind of, I wouldn't even call them modifications. I think it's like improvements because they make my life better, um, but also hopefully have a positive impact um, around us. Yeah, I agree. That's very eye-opening and it's a lot to consider. So I appreciate your input on that. Um, yeah. So following the topic of pursuing certain things in your life, um, you answered about how you pursue meaning and how you make yourself known as a person, but in your more personal life, um, how do you pursue happiness? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I mean, I think first you, know, you have to know what makes you happy and, and that's probably something as simple as it sounds that we don't do enough. Right? Like we, we kind of like live these standard lives where you go to work and then you watch TV and then you make dinner and then you go to sleep and then you do it all over again. So for me, it's really been a long path of figuring out like what does make me happy and um, what, what makes me the happiest. And one of the reasons why this last year has been so hard is being surrounded by other people. Like I love organizing. I love bringing people together either at a potluck or at a you know 2000 person event. You know, both of them equally give me as much joy and, and energy, kind of fill my cup. So um, I try to do that as much as possible, you know, organizing small, medium and large gatherings. Right. That makes sense. That's also very important. I agree. And it's been really hard as a social <laughs> person myself. I can definitely agree with that. Um, yeah. Do you believe that uh, to follow up that correlates with the meaning? And if so, do you think that finding happiness, this is kind of a little bit off the the books but do you do you think yeah. that finding happiness or finding meaning either one has like a greater significance or that they just kind of go hand in hand yeah i think i mean they're not mutually exclusive by that i mean you can find happiness and meaning at the same time or you can find just happiness and maybe there's not meaning or you can find meaning and maybe there's not happiness but you know in, in the perfect world you're accomplishing both at the exact same time and, and i do believe you know by and large um i at least am fortunate enough to be able to accomplish both of those things a lot, like really often by 
you know, finding opportunities to do the thing that makes me happy, like I mentioned, which is to organize, to, to bring people together for something that is meaningful, right? Um, so, yeah, I think not only can you do both of those at the same time, I think it's very possible and I think it's, it's beneficial. Yeah, I agree. That's very wise. Thank you. Um, so just as the, as the last question, um, to sum up with both of those things, uh, how do you think that money complicates that? Yeah, I mean, I think that it's a good question, but I think it can be kind of framed opposite, which is like, how does money provide an opportunity mm-hmm. to, to do that, you know, and, and definitely complicates it. I mean, for me, I'm very fortunate enough to be able to have built a career in work that I'm deeply passionate about. You know, working for a, a nonprofit organization that I help build, that I think does a lot of really great stuff, that also brings me happiness. Um, so, like, very fortunate that m- money doesn't complicate my pursuit of meaning and happiness because it almost kind of enables it because it's my job. Right. Um, but I, I would say, I mean, sometimes it's complicated in that, um, you know, someone that is. Uh, maybe has a career that doesn't align to um, what brings them either happiness or, or meaning, um, how they can seek those things. And, and I think that those people probably need to be a lot more intentional, which is that, you know, like you've got your, the thing that takes a lot of your energy, your family and, and your work, and then you have to go out and find that happiness and meaning on top of those things. And um, it's, I see it every single day with people that, you know, Corey, who she loves her job and it brings her happiness and meaning, but it's at the end of the day, she works for a brewery. So, you know, she gets involved in other things outside of work that mm-hmm. also kind of help um, accomplish those goals for her. Um, so, yeah, again, I, I don't necessarily think that money complicates the pursuit of happiness and meaning. I think that maybe sometimes, you know, you might be thinking like, how does not having enough money complicate the pursuit of happiness and meaning? And I actually think that probably the opposite is often true, which is having too much money mm-hmm. complicates the pursuit of happiness and meaning. You know, like I, I tend to find that in my experience, um, the extremely wealthy are some of the least happy people I've ever met in my life because you really, um, you know, I don't know if you're too young to know the song, but there's a song that says "Mo money, mo problems, right? And, and it's totally true. Like, as you accumulate more things and bigger houses and have these expectations placed on you socially, you begin to more and more uh, need that feedback, right? And then need those things. And if you don't have them, you don't have happiness. Yeah, that makes sense. That's really perceptive. And I definitely agree with you about, like, having more money and having that not necessarily complicate it, but like wash it out a little bit because that's what you're focused on, right? So yeah, I definitely think that you have some very interesting outlooks and I really appreciate you for joining me and giving me your honest answers and your openness to some very complicated questions. Um, But I think this is gonna be really helpful for me to understand our incoming unit. So thank you very much for joining me. Thank you, enjoy the play. Thank you. All right.